Hi, everybody. I'm Steve Goldstein, and thank you so much for taking the time here on the Goldie on Ice podcast. We are presented by SIDES, which is a foundation helping children and family in the battle against pediatric cancer. You know, I know David Lister personally. He puts in so much of his time, energy, and effort to help so many that need it. SIDES helps to fund and fight children's cancer. You can find Dave Lister on how you can contribute and help out and donate on Facebook and on LinkedIn. And brought to you by Ken Marr. His bottom line is Ken, a personal friend of mine, been with the podcast since the beginning. He's just one of the best people I know. That's the bottom line. He's now a senior vice president at JLL, a Fortune 500 company. Ken specializes in industrial properties. Four decades in the business, so we appreciate his support here on the Goldie on Ice podcast. Let's get right to this episode. We are inching closer to the NHL season And the Panthers open up with three road games, which will not be easy to start the season in Minnesota on Thursday, October 12th, two days later in Winnipeg, and then a Monday night game in New Jersey against the very exciting, much improved Devils. And training camp for the Panthers so far, with some time left, has gone, I think, very well. Uh, Nothing's been overly surprising. Uh, The players you thought would you know, perform well and make the roster, will probably end up making the roster and have performed well. And it's all systems go. I think this team is uh, looks good in goal right now uh, with Bobrovsky, Spencer Knight, and Anthony Stolarz. And however it shakes out behind Bobrovsky, we'll see. Because if you look at the early season schedule, it's pretty spaced out. And since Spencer Knight hasn't played games except for the preseason here, but real games in, what, 10 months? It would not surprise me if Spencer Knight starts in the AHL because he's got to play games. And if Sergei Bobrovsky is playing, um, you know, close to the top of his game, he's pretty much going to play most, if not all, of the games, you know, leading into late October at minimum because there's days off and sometimes two and three days off. So uh, Spencer's look good in training camp, and he's just got to play some hockey because he hasn't played a lot of hockey for a long time. And obviously a veteran like Stolarz, um, who's been around and kind of like the Alex Lyon type the Panthers had last year, um, those guys mentally at this point in their career are able to practice every day and maybe not get in the game for a number of weeks or even longer and still be okay and still be able to manage through that. So... Uh, that wouldn't surprise you, but either way, they've got a good situation there in goal with uh, three guys, knock on wood right now, that are, that are, that are looking good and that are healthy. Uh, the forwards are going to be stacked, and the wild-carded forward and the big story in this training camp has been Mackie Samuskevich, Panthers' first-round pick um, a couple of years ago, and he's looked terrific. His skill is there. I mean, you saw that in college at the University of Michigan. Um, his skill is good enough. Can he do everything else? You know, Paul Maurice has installed this kind of, you know, gritty, hardworking, forecheck, all the things that we saw for the three months, two months when the Panthers made the run to the Stanley Cup final come to fruition. Can he execute all of those things? Um, That's going to be the question if they think he can immediately. Um, Yeah, he gets a shot if they think a little more time in the AHL to kind of, you know, excel in those areas. Um then that's the way they'll go. It wouldn't surprise me personally if he's on the opening night roster and maybe not play on opening night 
maybe not even play in the second game, but eventually get in the lineup. One thing they won't do, he will not be an extra forward. Uh, he's got to play hockey as well. So if he's not going to play and get a shot on a fairly consistent basis, um, they'll just have him go to Charlotte and play some games. But the Panthers right there, they've got themselves a keeper. I've watched him closely in training camp. Uh, I've watched his career really since, you know, since he got started there at the University of Michigan. And um, even before that with the Chicago Steel in the USHL, has always played big games, um, has, has always put up the numbers, has always been able to fit in, play with good players. Remember, the University of Michigan, I mean, that thing was loaded. You had, you know, Adam Fantilli, who's been a teammate of his for a while, and Owen Power on defense. I mean, these teams have been loaded, and he's been part of them. He scored some big goals. You know, earlier this year, he scored the goal that put Michigan into the Frozen Four in overtime. I think he set up the tying goal, if I'm not mistaken, by Fantilli, who's now with Columbus and, by the way, having a great training camp. So I think it's phenomenal. The Panthers have this guy, whether it's immediate, you know, opening night, whether it's game two, whether it's in November, whether it's halfway through this season, um, you know, looking forward, much like Anton Lundell, who was Bill Zito's first first-round pick, um, Sam Miskevich is another guy. And by the way, when you start getting to that middle-late first round, those are not easy picks. Those are not guarantees. And speaking of Anton Lundell, he has looked terrific in camp. So if Sam Miskevich can step up, okay, and, you know, Paul Maurice wants to give Nick Cousins his proper due, and Nick Cousins deserves it. He was great last year in the playoffs, and he showed that he can keep up and play with Bennett and Kachuk. I think that's the spot. I think that's, you know, maybe depending upon the opponent, if it's a bigger, stronger type of team, maybe you go with Cousins. If it's more of a skill game, maybe Sam Eskevich is there. But I think that's the spot next to Bennett and Kachuk, which, by the way, is great for both those players and really any player because look who you're playing with. You have a high chance for success. And that's not a top line. That's a second line. It would be a top line a lot of teams. So Verhage, Barkov, Rodriguez, which was a depth signing by the Panthers getting Rodriguez because he can play anywhere and he's good enough to play with Verhage and Barkov. Then if you go Cousins slash Samuskevich with Kachuk and Bennett, then it opens up the biggest key to me, the underlying key for this team's success that it's made the playoffs a handful of times in a row now and has won playoff series the last two years, having a quality third line. Remember a couple of years ago, it was uh, Mason Marchment there with Lundell and Reinhardt. And by the way, Lundell and Reinhardt just have some chemistry. Whatever the reason, the two of them have some chemistry together. Um, you know, Anton Lundell is really coming on. Reinhardt, back-to-back 30-goal -back seasons. And then the other emerging guy, if those top six can be there, if Rodriguez is good enough with Barkov, and if Sam Miskevich and or Cousins can play with Bennett and Kachuk, you got Etu Losterinen who proved his value last year, he's only getting better. The Panthers might have the best third line in hockey. And it's not a stretch to say they're going to give you 60 to 70 goals if it's Losterinen, Lundell, and Reinhardt. It makes a nightmare matchup for other teams. And then you'll either have the combination of Cousins and Lomberg and uh, Kevin Stenland or Stephen Lawrence, who the Panthers you know, picked up in the offseason, a couple of big bodies there on that, uh, that, that fourth line. So I just think however it slices up, uh, the forwards are pretty loaded, and the Panthers have some depth, and it's just a good all-around situation. And if they're, 
If they're 100% healthy, good luck to other teams matching up with those lines. And again, particularly that third line, because I think Lundell, along with Losterine and our two Finnish guys, obviously Lundell's a little bit younger, but they're both getting better and better. And Sam Reinhart's right in the prime of his career. Now on defense... This is where it'll be interesting until Brandon Montour and Aaron Ekblad get back, whether that's mid-November, December, early on, late December, um, whatever that is, you're probably looking at anywhere from 15 to 25 games uh, without one or both. So it looks like Oliver ekman Larson, which from day one has been, you know, on that right side of Gustav Forsling, uh, a couple of Swedes know their games well together. And, you know, Ekman Larson is healthy. He had a broken foot, never really recovered last year. Hopefully he can be another guy, right? We have a long list over the last three, four years of players that have come into Florida, gotten an opportunity, and have really shined for whatever reason. It wasn't working out somewhere else. Um, so Forsling with OEL. I think we'll see Nico Mikola with Dmitry Kulikov, who's back. Um, and then Josh Mahura likely with Mike Riley. But you wonder if one of those young guys, who someone will be the seventh defenseman, obviously, but can one of those guys get some playing time? Could it be a Casey Fitzgerald? I like his physical game a lot. Um, you know, could Matt Kierstead make that jump? So they've got some candidates there. But, you know, you're looking at a defense that's going to have to play good team defense. The one thing I do like is they're all veterans. They all know how to play. Um, Kulikov, of course, played, I think, three years for Paul Maurice in Winnipeg. So these guys will adapt to the system, but they're going to have to be tight in front of the, that net. And those forwards are going to have to come back, you know, and, and help out defensively. And hopefully you get a Sergei Bobrovsky that kind of picks up where he left off from, from last spring and gets off to a hot start. So with just days to go until the opener, um, that's the training camp slash preseason slash season preview update. Um, hopefully... The Panthers can continue to be healthy. They've had some, you know, bumps and bruises in the training camp, but, you know, they haven't taken any chances. Alexander Barkov was sick, so he sat out a bit. But uh, hopefully they get out of, you know, the entire preseason training camp and all that and get ready to play that really tough game in Minnesota, a tough one in Winnipeg, and then a tough one against New Jersey, and then the home opener on October 19th against the Toronto Maple Leafs. It was the best short summer ever because the Panthers, uh, you know, everyone's saying, oh, the season's here already. That's what happens when you play until mid-June. So we'll be back with plenty more here on the podcast. Spread the word. Leave a review. Please listen to our sponsor's message for a moment. Thanks to Brett Markowitz, who produces the podcast. And uh, we'll talk to you soon, everybody. Thanks. Time to take a moment out to tell you about something very important the fight against pediatric cancer. And we're doing that through SIDES, the SIDES Foundation. Sydney Lister at age 15 battled Ewing sarcoma and she beat it and she's doing great today. Out of that struggle came SIDES, a foundation formed to fight pediatric cancer, to help fund children's cancer research and help South Florida families with kids fighting the disease. Dave Lister is Sid's dad. He's in charge of SIDES and does so much for those families. So, I encourage you to help out. Check out Sides on Facebook, their Facebook page, S-I-D-E-S. Uh, everything is on there. Or you can also call this important number, 954-594-5763. That's 954-594-5763. Help us, help Dave Lister, and help everybody fight pediatric cancer and help out families that need it through the Sides Foundation.
Well, I want to tell you about Ken Morris because he's been 33-plus years in the business, a stand-up guy, and recently joined JLL as a senior vice president. Now, JLL is number 185 in the Fortune 500 list, and Ken specializes in industrial properties, warehouse and manufacturer. He handles complex transactions. And the bottom line is, and I know this about him, you're the most important asset. You know, he takes care of his clients. That's what really drives him and keeps him in the business. And he absolutely loves it. He works with Fortune 500 companies and startup companies as well. So any needs that you possibly have, I can tell you this, Ken Morris is the guy. And he's been nice enough to support this podcast right from the beginning. So He's also got a pretty keen eye. Give him a call, 954-240-4400. That's 954-240-4400 for Ken Morris.